welcome back to Look in My Life. This is story time. My high school bully. As I said in multiple episodes, in multiple seasons, that I've pretty much been bullied all my life. From elementary school to middle school to high school to the weirdos from the family. I was for some reason that person that people literally delighted in being cruel to. This is an episode about a boy at the time named George. During my time in high school, who literally made a school day like a living hell for me. I was really young when I went into high school. I was 14 in the ninth grade. I mean, that's technically the correct age, but I never come across like a teenager in high school, in ninth grade, that was actually 14, most people were 15, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I had three classes with George and a lunch hour also. And we had started kind of hanging out with people in the same circles so you know we were around each other and like furthermore it's a small town like if you went to the high school you knew every teenager by name if they went to the high school also and you know really funny story is when we first met like my first day of school in the small town. It was the second semester because I had did a semester in high school in Detroit. And, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like, I was trying to make a good impression. So I wore like this um, pinstriped woman's uh, power suit. And <laughs> we're all standing at the door. The teacher's running late. And um, George comes up to me, like, very politely, and he's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. He's like, do you need me to go to the office and get the key for you? And I'm like, get the key for me for what? He's like, you're the sub, aren't you? (laughs) 14 years old. I'm like, no. And that just kind of made me think, like, probably I shouldn't have worn a power suit. He literally thought I was a substitute teacher. And, you know, the kids that 
George hung out with. Some were nice and some, like, really weren't. Like, one of his best friends. George is a white guy. Um, One of his best friends was also a white guy. He's, like, a Polish immigrant. And me and him got into it about something. I don't even remember. And, like, he literally said to me that you need to go back to Africa to learn how to talk. And I was like, what? Like, I've never been to Africa, so how am I going to go back? I'm like, you're way more of a foreigner than I could ever dream of being. Like, didn't you just come to this country not too long ago? And... You know, every now and again, George himself would say fucked up shit to me. I remember he was describing some girl. And he was like, yeah, she's so fat. She makes you look skinny. I was just like, well, damn. And, you know, like, 14, 15 years old, I'm five... 5'8", almost 5'9", and I weighed like 145. Now, that's not skinny, but it is by no means fat. It wasn't even really overweight. I'm 5'9", almost, and like 145. You know, just like rude shit like that, he would say every now and again. Plus, he's friends with that guy that you know, said that really racist shit to me about going back to Africa to learn how to talk. So, what really set George off and, like, after that day, he just was a nightmare. We were having a conversation amongst ourselves in the lunchroom of all places. And somehow, like, belief or disbelief or belief and disbelief and and God came up. Which is really crazy, you know. In the middle of a regular high school day, um just a couple of teenagers at lunch in school talking about who believes in God or not. And, you know, he was saying that, you know, he didn't believe in God and there was no proof and all of that. And... You know, it was an open discussion. You know, he's sitting at my lunch table with me and my friends. So, you know, everybody was weighing in on it. All of our friends were weighing in on it. And so I, you know, I said that I believed. And for some reason, that, like, really pissed him off. And, like, he's trying to give me all of these bullshit scenarios. And I'm like, well, you know, I still believe You know, we go back and forth about this subject until 
until um the lunch hour is over and you know like right after lunch we had a english class together and you know that was fine and you know there were no problems i thought that it was just like you know a conversation literally an exchange of ideas and ideologies beliefs whatever and the next day at school um like during breakfast time you know he just started being so shitty to me like making fun of me and like as i said i am a dark-skinned female of the African American race and there has been a long standing you know slur of making fun of black people and saying you know that they look like monkeys and you know he started doing that and just like every day he was constantly saying fucked up shit about me you know every day he would just embarrass the hell out of me at lunch and you know the girls who I thought were my friend and you know as you get older you look back on things that happened in high school. That's why even at 18, I don't consider you grown. When you look back at things, like seriously look at them, you're like, wow, they weren't my friends. They would sit there and he would say his shit and like they would laugh along. Like nobody ever said like, stop, that's not funny. Leave Elise alone, get away from our table. Like none of that. You know, I would defend myself and say shit to him. But it just never stopped. And we had a homecoming dance. And, you know, me and my friends, in air quotations, we went to the dance and you know everybody's dancing with everybody and you know like when a group of girls go to the dance you know you kind of pretty much stand in a circle and just dance you know dancing with each other without actually dancing quote-unquote with each other and you know like george comes up behind me and he starts dancing with me and i'm like thinking to myself like okay like maybe it's cool now maybe he'll chill out and you know relax and stop you know fucking picking on me and you know we danced together like two or three times and cause when he first grabbed me I was like oh my god what is he about to do cause he had been bullying me for the majority of the school year And this is the homecoming dance, so, like, we're getting towards the end of the school year. 
And when he had grabbed me to dance with me, at first I was scared because I didn't know what he was going to do. And he's like, relax, Elise, we're at a dance. And, you know, we danced together a couple of times. And, you know, I left that dance thinking that, you know, it's all good now. It's cool. George isn't going to be bothering me anymore like whatever he was going through it's like over now and you know everything's cool now and so the next day at school you know go to breakfast and you know I have the biggest smile on my face we all had a great time last night at the school dance homecoming dance and I I'm like my bully's not mad at me anymore he's gonna leave me alone now and and when I get at lunch he looks up at me, he smiles I'm just, you know, happy that he's not gonna be fucking with me anymore and I sit down and, you know, people are laughing and talking, talking about the dance and you know, classes and all of that, and just randomly out of nowhere. George is like, yeah. George is like, yeah, I danced with Elise, and, you know, when I felt her back, like, she had hair on it. Yeah, it was like a monkey. I did not have any hair on my back. I've never had hair on my back. It was just him being an ass. other kids start, you know, coming in the lunchroom and stuff and getting a bigger crowd because, like, this is before school even starts. We just all used to, like, to meet during breakfast. I never, I don't even eat breakfast. I never have. Um, and, you know, just talk and get acquainted before the school day starts. And so as more and more students start piling in, he starts getting louder and louder. You know, more more people hear him making fun of me and calling me names. And, you know, it's multiple people laughing. And I was just so embarrassed. And... I was hurt. And like when lunchtime comes later on that day, and like during class, when we were in classes together, he never um, really said anything mean to me, which is really crazy because like when we were in classes and like in all three of the classes we had together, we sat by each other and he was nice to me then. Like, almost friendly and I remember like one day and now in retrospect when I think about that I'm just like what a fucking idiot was I you know he's just like you know I've been thinking and yeah I'm not racist I really do genuinely just hate everybody 
and I was like oh wow that's good George and I was like because you know even then at like 15 I noticed the racist undertones of the things that he said and like I said what his friend said to me earlier um so like little stupid teenage me was actually impressed and grateful even that he said that like an idiot and you know it it always went like that you know during breakfast he would be really cruel to me but during our classes together he'd be cordial almost nice to me he talked to me like we were acquaintances classmates like school friends in quotation marks and then you know once we got to lunch he would just go in for the kill he really would just kept on happening like that breakfast time completely annihilate me verbally during class he was cordial during lunchtime annihilate me verbally again and then like right after lunch we had English class together and he's like back to being like cordial you know Like, during this time, I got into it with this one chick named Erica, and she was this big, masculine, cocky bitch who, you know, she was always highly entertained, and her table was actually right next to my friends and I lunch table, so she would have a laugh riot when George was making fun of me. And so, you know, like, I'm beefed out with this one girl and it makes it so much worse. Because literally, she didn't even have to do anything. Because George is taking care of it for her. By bullying the hell out of me, making fun of me in front of tons of people. And she's at the next table just sitting there laughing. You know, enjoying the hell out of it. And... just one day you know George was relentless it went like it always did you know lunch breakfast time being a total dick we have classes together being cordial and this lunch time like I'm telling him like George I've had enough I'm like seriously this had been almost an entire school year not a semester but an entire school year and we're towards the end of the school year so literally a very long time of him you know just annihilating me verbally and this time I was not only angry I turn around and you know the girl and beefed out with is just cracking up laughing and not only her but the whole table's laughing her table and you know that day the boy that I had a crush on the whole school year he was there so that added fuel to the fire and 
you know, it was just really, really bad that day, especially at lunch. And like, I'm telling George, I'm like, just stop. Because not only am I hurt, not only am I embarrassed, but I'm like angry. And I'm like, George, stop. I didn't say shit to you. Like, leave me alone. And he just keeps going and going and going. And I'm like, George, stop. George, stop. And he would not. And I got so mad. And like, somebody had a carton of milk. I don't drink milk. I never have probably since I was a baby. I do not like milk and like I grabbed the milk carton from somebody and like I threw it at his face and he ended up blocking it and then like it wasted on this girl who was like a school friend her name was Olga and she was like a really really sweet girl and you know when when it went on her she's like oh my gosh this is a fucking brand new shirt and I kind of felt bad, but I was still just so angry. And George was like, well, I don't know. Elise is the one that did it. He was like, no. She was like, no, it's your fault. You keep on fucking with her. And that was the first time that anybody had said anything in my defense. Not Kayla, who I thought of as best friend. Not Melissa, who I thought of as best friend. Even Anastasia my cousin who I just did a episode on she was there and actually when she did come he started picking with her also and that's why in retrospect I do think that a lot of it had to do with not only the fact that you know I'm black my cousin's black but we are darker skinned black females I do really believe that it had something to do with that because we were the only two black people at that table and he never messed with anybody but me and then when my cousin came he started picking on her as well and so, you know, like, Olga's yelling at him. She's like, this is your fault. You won't fucking leave her alone. She told you to stop. And I'm still mad. And I grab um, my school book. And it's like the science book, a thick book. And I throw it at his face. And it's, he's, you know, one of them dorky kids. Now that I think about it, like, why did I become so weak to get so offended? He's like, you know what you call like a wimpy kid he was like very very average looking he wore glasses you know you could tell he couldn't fight or anything like that just like a dorky little white kid and i'm not talking about white people but you know what i mean it's like a dorky kid you know why his opinion even mattered to me why did i give him the power of any of that when like most kids especially in high school like you know if this was a quote-unquote teenage movie he would be one of the kids that got made fun of you know you're a stringy little five eight nothing you know no body strength you know dorky kid that watches like anime and 
probably <laughs> plays video games all day, you know, probably end up taking your cousin to prom type of dude. But anyway, I throw the book, it lands square in its face, it hits him, he starts turning red immediately, he wears glasses, and you know, I was just so pissed, and I was just like, you know, you say one more thing to me, I will kill you. That's how angry I was. You know, just embarrassed and hurt, and it had been going on for so long. And then, you know... After that, the anger left and I run out and I go to the bathroom and, you know, I was going to go to class, you know, teary eyed, sniffling everything. And the English teacher heard about, you know, me saying like, I will kill you and anybody who knew me, I no. So she reports that to the office, but completely leaves out the fact that you know, he was bullying me and had been doing it for the entire school year. So, um, you know, they call it over the PA and Olga, she was so sweet. She was really so, so sweet. And it's really sad that I lost touch with her because she was the sweetest sweetheart. You know, nobody had my back. Not even my cousin went with me to support me, but Olga did. You know, and I went down to the principal's office and by then I've started back crying and I'm crying hysterically and like Olga, she has her arm around me and like, it's so funny and so cute. And I'm just like, of me, even this is a moment where I'm like, oh my God, that is so cute. Like in the midst of crying hysterically and hiccuping and Olga with her arm wrapped around me, you know, I look up and I say to her, I'm like, I'm sorry about your shirt. (laughs) And she's like, that's okay, fuck this shirt. Like, she was a sweetheart. Like, much love to you, Olga. And um, I'm so hysterically crying. And then, you know, George comes and he asks the principal while I'm in the midst of still crying. It's like, well, can I apologize to her? And, you know, the principal's like, the vice principal. And he's like, it would really be pointless to apologize. She's hysterically crying, you know. So he did end up writing me a note. And like, even he said in his own words, like, yeah, I'm a dorky guy. Like, you know, so he had been made fun of also, you know, during his life. He was like really a dorky guy. Um, and it was like a three or four page letter, Um you know, apologizing and saying from now on, I'm not going to do anything like that, etc., etc. And, you know, it was so amazing to me because I did run into him again. And, like, we were, like, 20 or something years old. And I remember just thinking, and I'm not a fat chamber. I've gained a ton of weight, you know, since high school. Um, and it was so crazy to me because it's, like, the chick that he's dating is so unattractive and I'm not saying that to be mean I'm just saying like you went in on me so hard about my looks and everything and look at who you ended up with I remember when he called me fat and I only weighed like 145 pounds and like you're with a chick that weighs like a good two something and it was just like wow 
Um, so that's the story of my high school bully. Thank you for listening. I will be back very soon with another story time for you. Thanks for coming and taking a look at my life and seeing what I see.